0: Welcome to Word of Life Family Church, where we strive to grow in our relationship with God, our family, and our community. We believe it's no accident you're listening today, and we pray you'll hear something to strengthen, encourage, and inspire you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Now let's get to the message, which is already in progress.
1: So we've been in a series over the last couple weeks um, called Fearless. And uh, we're we're working on this series about taking fear and placing it where it needs to be under our feet, because God has given us authority and has given us a promise um, that he's for us and not against us. And so if we have that in mind, then fear should not rule us. That's good news, right? Amen. Okay. and so the reason today uh, this is kind of our graduation edition of this series, and uh, I'll be honest with you, this, this kind of this instruction, I, I kind of pulled these out of our archives because as I was praying, I'm kind of like, well, how do we how do you want to work this guy? What do you want to do? And he and he reminded me of some important things. And so we're bringing this out today. And so this is our graduation uh, edition of um, the, this is the title of today's message on our fear, not series or fearless series. It's what now? What now? OK. And uh, the basic idea of this is this. What does God want me to do now? Now, I don't know if you remember, but I certainly remember when I was younger, it was like, okay, we got it. So here you guys are all here and you're like, all right, we're graduated. Now what? And uh, some of them have plans to go to school, go go off to college, some into the workforce, and there's all kinds of different plans. But there's always this this thought. Now I don't know about you, but especially coming up to my senior year, going through senior was like, was that not the constant question? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do? What what do you? And you're like, I, I don't know. And th- th- there's a lot of pressure that kind of gets put on that. And so it's like, here we are. Now we're graduated. So now we should know what to do. And we might have a plan, um, but it can be a little scary. It can be a little awkward. It can be a little uh, different. And so, and uh, if you want to be honest now, I'm just being honest with you, all of you today, okay? The same thoughts like, oh man, I know I'm ready for college. I'm ready for this, I'm ready for that, but I'm not sure, guess what? Adults, we feel the same way every day uh, in, our, in our life. And uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that one of the hands down most asked questions that I get as a pastor is what's God's will for my life? Anyone asks that question to themselves? Like, what do we do now? I'm like, you know, I, I, I love God and what do I do now? How do I know what God wants me to do in all of this world and all of these times? And uh, well, basically um, decisions matter. We know that. And I think that's why it becomes so weighty is what, what do we do with decisions? Um, you've heard it said decisions, What we, the decisions we make today determines our tomorrow. I like to say de- decisions we make today determine the stories we tell, or more importantly, the stories that are told of us. As we make a decision day by day, what are we gonna do? Making decisions are stressful. Anyone ever have a hard time making a decision? All right, anyone ever go to the restaurant and you see this list of stuff and you're like, um, I just want to eat. I I don't know. And there's like all of these all of these things, and uh, it gets kind of stressful. Making decisions are stressful. Making decisions out of your life is going to be stressful. And actually, whether you realize it or not, you're about ready to embark on making decisions daily, without mom and dad to kind of help you. Now, of course, they're a phone call away or all that, but. You're going to have to make some decisions and those decisions, of course, are going to um, you're going to have to walk through those decisions. There's going to be some consequences, going to be some great things and maybe some not so great things. So I'm not trying to scare you. But congratulations, you've got to this point. That means you're ready to go to the next level. And so we all have decisions and decisions can be stressful and challenging. And, uh, you know, if it's if we're being completely honest, we're often as humans, we're not usually really good decision makers. Uh, we we can kind of stress out. There's a lot of crazy things, and so it's like, should I buy that car or shouldn't I buy that car, or should I buy that house or rent that apartment? And it's like, ah, uh, I have to make this decision. I know it's going to be, you know, a crazy decision. Uh, how so many options? You know, am I going to date this person, not date this person? Am I going to marry this person, not marry this person? What school am I going to go to? What job am I going to? It's like, blah. The best way I can describe it is when you go, like, you know, I decide I'm going to watch a movie. And so you pull out the streaming movie and there's like a hundred million choices. And you are like, I don't know what to watch. And it's three hours later, you're still picking. I got I to gotta go to bed. <laughs> and I never got an opportunity to watch what I wanted to watch because I couldn't decide what to do. Maybe I'm the only one that experiences that. What do we do? What do we do we, date? do we have kids? Do we not have kids? Do we trade in our kids? No, I'm just kidding. Do we just, do we, you know, what do we do with this? And uh, we get so enthralled, I think, in this, making this perfect, this measure, this perfect decision. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. I got to make the right one. I got to make the perfect one. And in fact, sometimes we get so, so Overwhelmed by making the perfect Decision that we don't make A decision and in reality we've Made a bad decision By not making Decisions and so we can panic And we freak out And so that's why today I want to talk A little bit about that Because you guys are going to experience it of course But the truth is we're all experience it every day And so I said it's a a graduate Edition but it would Apply to each one of us can we make the right decision? What's that look like and how can we? So let's look at that. But first, let's bow our heads and let's pray. Father, we love you today. We honor you and we glorify your name. And God, I ask you that now in this moment that you would lead my words. And that, Father, that you would be the one that leads this whole opportunity. I ask you that, Father, we would have the understanding that we can only get through you. And so we just release any ambition, any ideas and thoughts, and we would just give it to you right now. Because the truth of it is we need your word. We need you. We need your leading today and every day. Father, again, we just thank you for our graduates. And as they embark on a new future, a new season in life, Father, I just ask that you would bring peace to them. Peace to the parents. And Father, we just thank you in this moment that we hear. hear your word we love you and we praise you in jesus name everybody said amen amen Amen. so what i want to look at today is we're making decisions i want us to maybe break it down just a minute and find out what does god really care about if we're looking at making decisions, what does god really care about in our lives and so um in in scripture as we look through scripture and like, what are I gonna do? God actually says very little about your future as far as the particulars goes. He's very concerned, however, about what happens to us daily. See, in Jeremiah, and I'm not saying that he doesn't know he doesn't care about our future, he knows our future already, but he cares about who we are day by day. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, I know you know this one because probably a lot, you have a hundred cards that have with this verse. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So we know that God plans for our future, but the day to day is more difficult. And I think what we need to understand as we walk through this and we should do this as adults all of us here not just our graduate adults but all of our adults daily is we need to do this we need to understand what god really cares about is this who we are more than what we do so we need god we god wants us he cares so cares so much for us that if the do is not nearly as important as who we are um god is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3 it says this it says God's will is for you to be holy and so we see the picture of God says to be holy he says I'm holy so be holy which means that we can live holy lives now I didn't say perfect lives but we can live a life of holiness we can walk in holiness we can work to do this now the word holy in the Greek is translated hoggy not hoggy dog but hoggy and it means to be set apart really And so when we look at holy, we're talking about being a little different. Now, we sing a song, you know, burning ones. We're set our hearts apart. And to understand that God has done this for us and does this, but we need to seek him in that way. So we need to be different from the world. So I'm asking you to remind yourself to be different from the world. As you walk in the world, you're not of the world. That's what scripture says. You are bought with a price. Jesus came and he lived and he died and he rose again for you. And the truth is that you're the salt and you're the light. And as you go out, to, you get to walk what God asks you to walk and you get to be the who he is. And so then that when you do the do, it makes a difference in the others around you. Now I'm directing it to them, but in the reality, adults, we need to remember this day by day. Don't check out on me as like, yeah, you tell them pastor, you get them. No, I'm telling all of us today because we often forget. We often forget that God's concerned about our daily walk. He's often concerned about what we, the decisions we make as not to make a right wrong, but to make a decision to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. To make it the decision to say, God, I want you to be right by my side. I need to lean on you. I can't make my own decision. I need you. In fact, when God created us, he didn't intend for us to walk alone. The whole intention, the whole purpose when Adam and Eve were walking was that he walked with them in the cool of the day. God wants to walk with us, and that's why we have Christ now, that we can have that relationship. We can walk day by day with him. Why? Because he needs us to walk with him, because without him, we'll make really poor decisions. Without him, without his guidance and in leading the will. but the idea is this that when we instead of getting really concerned about decisions and make a popular decision, this is a lot of the popular questions, what does God want me to do? I would propose this question to you. Maybe a little more uh, a better question would be this: Who does God want me to become? Not what does God want me to do? Who does he want me to become? See, I want you to understand Like, I'm a pastor, yes But that's not God's primary goal for my life To be pastor It's actually secondary His primary goal for me as a pastor As a person Is to be a guy that will live the will of God To walk holy and blameless The best I can know how To lean on Him See, if I were a pastor And I didn't do that God would rather me live live not as a pastor than to live as a walk as a pastor and not live for Him. Does that make sense? Um, uh, it's probably the best way is that I could be the greatest preacher in all the world. Somebody say Amen. Okay, just kidding. Sorry. I could do. I could be like, whoa, man, this wow he's really good but if i was abusive to my husband i would be a very poor husband even though i'd be great to my wife yes that's another subject there we go thank you where's that anointing oil oh okay all right Woo! praise the lord that almost went really different all right good praise the lord (laughs) Be the who before the do. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Listen, it wouldn't be God's will for me to be a pastor if I was abusive to my wife. Right? That's the heart of it. That's the rule of the man. I could be the most charismatic leader. I could be the, you know, like, whoa, I love that guy. But if I had an attitude all of the time when I was biting people's heads off and I was Prideful, God would rather me not be a pastor and be holy than to do that. Does that make sense? And the truth of it is not limited, that whole idea is not limited to pastors. The truth of that is that's not limited to me as a pastor because we're all representatives of the Father. We're all Christ like, at least we should plan to be. Amen? To walk in that idea. Whether you go to school or not, be faithful to Christ. Whether you marry a person now or later or or whatever, be faithful to Christ. Whether you stay in this job currently, moms and dads, aunts and uncles, grandmas and grandpas, if you stay in this job or not, no matter what, be faithful to Jesus. Whether you become an elementary teacher or an architect or all of the other things that you have plans, whether you do that or not, make sure that no matter what, that you are faithful to Jesus. Because what I can guarantee you is that he will always be faithful to you. Scripture says he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Now, there'll be times, right adults, where you'll feel that way, like you're far from him or he's far from you rather. That's the enemy. But if we're faithful, and we're worried, and we're taking care of what God wants us to do, we'll be faithful. So God's more important, more involved, and his will is for you to be more about who you are than what you do. If you're becoming the right who, then you'll choose the right do. You know, we're all raised with this idea. I hope I find the one, the one, the one, the one. That's a lot of pressure. And my question to us all, whatever, whatever, whether it's the one that you marry, the one, the right employee for the job or the right employer for the employees, no matter what the decision is, if we are not trying to be the right who, then we will not be the right do for that moment in time. God cares about our character. He cares far more about the character day by day than he far than he does by the things that we do, identity that we are, are, who we are, right? And so understand that that's the truth. So be the right who. So that when you meet the right person, when you meet the right job, when you meet the right employer, when you become the right, that you will be the right who when you're ready to do the do. You ready? The second one is this. The why before the what. As we're talking about character, we need to figure out the whys. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 20 says, You may think everything you do is right, but the Lord judges your motive. Motives are important. There's an old saying, uh, I don't know if you remember this. It says two reasons for doing something. Number one, what sounds good? And number two, what's the real reason we're doing it? Something to think about. Something that, what's the motive behind what we're doing? Jesus, you know, he he, he warned about this, practicing righteous acts to see by people. And in fact, he says that by doing that, you actually lose the reward. Paul in Galatians chapter 1 verse 10 says, now I'm trying to win approval. Am I trying to win approval of human beings or God? Am I trying to be a people pleaser? If I'm still trying to please people, I would not be a servant God. Of Christ. Scripture says, Search my heart, O Lord. And so when we're talking about the who, when we're talking about the do, we're talking about the why. Why, God? Why do I do what I do? Search me, O Lord. Psalms chapter 139 Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. If there's anything offensive away in me, lead me to everlasting. We can't get to the right place. When we start with the wrong motive because people see through it every time as adults we need to live this truth so that our children and their children and their children's children will see the right motive the right heart there's no better way to learn than to watch someone lead by good example amen That's for you as well, because see, now you're leaving the nest and now you get to be, you get to be the leaders, you get to make the decision, you get to do, and people are going to watch your motives, people are going to know that there's something different about you. And so use that for for his glory, use that. We're not, if we don't do the right what. Then we're going to be driven by the wrong why. And so we need to be serious of this. Everybody doing okay? This is the idea. Should I buy this car or should I not buy this car? Am I buying this car because I want to make a statement? Or am I needed to get some transportation? Am I posting this photo because I look good? Or what's my motive? Am I buying flowers for my wife because I'm just trying to kiss up. Or do I truly want to honor her? What's the motive? Amen? Colossians chapter 3. Paul says it best. Verse 17. He says, whatever you do. Whatever it is. Whatever you do. Whether in word or deed. Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God. To the Father through him. Whatever you do. Whatever you are, wherever you are, serve Jesus. Serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Whether you're going to be a sad old mom, whether you're going to med- you know, be the next president, whatever, make sure you do it for him. God's will is for you to be a who before a do and a why before a what. Now, I can say, because I know each one of these awesome young people, that they understand this truth. So, I'm, I'm enlightened. I'm excited for their future and excited for the future of our United States and our world and our nation. Because these young people love the Lord. And they care. And they want to make sure that, that God has a good name. Through their walk with Christ. And I'm so thankful for that. But we need to all of us remind ourselves that, see, we are a reflection, as a believer, we are a reflection of our Father. Are we reflecting the right attitude, the right heart, the right truth of who He is? Are we reflecting the right who God is? This should be a question that we all should be asking ourselves daily. When we mess up, we're quick to repent. When we mess up, we don't use that as our our new identity. We use it as an opportunity to say, man, I, I missed it here. But praise be the Lord for grace and mercy and his love for me. And we jump right back on and go forth. That will speak miles to different people. As they see, yeah, they weren't perfect. But I see them walking a higher walk and doing something a little different. So the heart, the moral of this is we got to be careful. We got to understand that even though we're making big decisions, the decision that we should be making and looking at is who we are. Who we're becoming before what we're doing. Why are we doing what we're doing instead of the where or the when or the how. Amen? This was something that's amazing, important for them. But don't be like, yeah, you know, like I said, don't be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be going, uh, 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 I need this. Every day. Amen? Because we're making big decisions. But the big decision should be this, that we should represent the name of Jesus. The greatest name of all. Amen?
0: We hope you've enjoyed this message from Word of Life Family Church. If you're ever in the area, please join us for one of our Sunday services at 10 a.m. or for Bible study on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. For more information, check out our website at wordoflifefamilychurch.org or call us at 715-339-2207. Thanks for joining us today. And may the Lord richly bless you.